You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are, because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect if you're watching on demand. You can click on the video time code links below this video. Read the description. You'll see what you need to know. Thanks so much for watching. Please remember to like, share, comment, tell your friends. Let me know if you can see me and hear me okay. I appreciate that. So tonight's show is another energy show. You know, I love automotive trade shows and Digital Dealer is coming up. And we're going to talk about why Digital Dealer, um, the agenda, speakers, exhibitors. And uh, we're, we're talking about the excitement of the show. And again, we love to talk about why we go to the trade shows, how the different shows have different things to offer, who's going and all that. So before we get to that, we're going to bring in Paul Machine. He's our data friend from BlackBook, and he's going to talk about the affordability crisis. It's no secret, but where are we? What should we expect next? Um, trends in data. He's got a presentation for us. And then we're going to bring in our friends at Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, Rapid Recon, McAllister's Transportation Group. They're just some of the exhibitors that are going to be at Digital Dealer Energy in October in Las Vegas. So we're going to talk about more about that. So please do stick around. Please jump in the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical, because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business, the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to ATI Tuesday Nights Live on the go right i'm remote again i am i'm on the move everybody's on the move so uh, please do jump in and say hello uh here's what i want you to do please feel welcome please do feel welcome if this is your first time here please say hello or just enjoy the show um and everybody's welcome carriers dispatchers brokers shippers dealers auctions tech companies insurance equipment OEMs, everybody. If you're an automotive, uh, little secret, if you're an automotive, transportation's probably happening around you. So that's why we're here. So please do say hello. Let us know what vertical you fall into, what vertical you're trying to learn more about. You're looking for equipment. You're looking for a carrier. Are you trying to grow your business? It all happens here. We're going to go into industry news. I'm going to try and move into that. we got so much to cover tonight. So we're going to keep it moving. Um, we're going to bring Paul Machine in with his affordability crisis in less than 30 minutes. So this show is going to go quick. And then we're going to bring in our friends that are going to be digital dealer exhibitors, pre-owned auto logistics, rapid recon, McAllister's transportation group. What's going on a digital dealer? Why digital dealer? All those things. Um, do me a favor. Please do leave a like. Click share, click copy, grab that YouTube link. Let us know how we can how we can help. Jump in the live chat. Do that. So do me a favor. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go into the live chat right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Location services. Collateral recovery with pinpoint precision. And advanced proprietary technologies. Your single source for loss mitigation solutions. 
LS Recovery, certified and compliant. LS Skip, experienced recovery. LSPR, advanced plate recognition. LS Impounds, precision capture. LS Remarketing, nationwide auction partners. LS Keys, professional locksmith. LS Transport, to any destination. LS Titles, verified documentation. LS Auto Notice, secure fulfillment. One contact, one contract, we do it all. Location Services. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Recovery, skip, LPR, remarketing, keys, transport, and titles. Location Services provides nationwide collateral recovery with pinpoint precision. One contact, one contract. Visit locationservices.com. Links in the live chat. Let's go into the live chat. Let's say hello. By the way, mic check, one, two, three. Okay, good. I think you can see me. You can hear me. I appreciate that. It really helps a lot. Um, Kimberly is here first. Welcome to Tuesday Nights Live. We're glad you're here. We are glad you're here. We do appreciate it. Um, and you know, again, trade shows, we can't stress enough. We just can't say it enough. And I know like it lands on everybody at different times when you, you kind of have that light bulb moment, you're like trade shows. Yeah, that's a great place to network. And again, I can tell you. Now that we've been to so many trade shows, the folks that have the most loads on the load board, guess where they met some of their biggest clients? Anybody want to guess? It's the trade shows. Uh, Danny B is here. What's up, Danny B? Thanks for saying hello. Chris Chamberlain, what's going on, Chris? Carlos Braxton, what's up, Carlos? ACB Logistics, feel free to put in your information. Yeah, Paul Machine's been cranking out awesome info, so we're so lucky to have him with us again. Uh, Ty is here, Cars on the Move. Oh, John Robertson is here. What's going on? You know, um, and we're really proud um, that ATI is kind of an expanding resource, a regular, I mean, every week we go live, and this is a great way to catch up with the community, what's going on. And it's not just transportation. It's our specialty. Um, and we think we're some of the best at talking about transportation in a meaningful way, more than just buzzwords. I mean, what's really going on? Um, and then we take that to the trade show and oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe what happens when we start talking transportation at trade shows. It is, it's insanity. And so, um, so thank you for joining us and participating we do appreciate it i'm chomping at the bit to get to industry news i'm going to keep the live chat open feel free to jump in the live chat feel free to uh, hang in the uh, super chats if you will hey what's up mark rodeke yeah 
we got some cool stuff tonight. So I'm going to get right into it. I'll tell you what, right after this, I'm going to go into industry news. Again, it's a shorter show. We're going to jump into the presentation in 20 minutes. I'm going to have to talk fast. I'll be right back. Transport Auto Quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. You know that car dealers can see the rapid recon difference with transparent communication through the vehicle reconditioning process, auto remarketing, and dealer inventory management software. Visit rapidrecon.com. And oh, look at that. Thank you so much, Mark Grodeke, Pro ABD and TAQ, an awesome, an awesome auto transport business. What if you could find an auto shipping quote and broker software you can trust? Provide instant, accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter by Superflow Systems and move with Pro ABD CRM. Get TAQ, check it out. TransportAutoQuoter.com, SuperflowSystems.com, links in the live chat, Mark's in the live chat. Ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business here on ATI. All right, let's do this. Thank you so much, Mark. Let's jump into, uh, where is my, if I close it, I don't know. All right. Mic check, one, two, three. All right, we're okay. Digital Dealer Energy, episode 261 in a row on a Tuesday night. Why? Because you go to digitaldealer.com. Let's go ahead and move this pesky bar. Go to digitaldealer.com. Digital Dealers in Las Vegas in, what is that, two and a half weeks, something like that? Oh, 14 days, 13 days. What you do is when you look at the Las Vegas Strip, um, see the Mirage? Okay, it's going to be at the Mirage. Go to the Mirage. Well, you got to get registered first. But then when you get to the Mirage, you go to the expo floor, and here's the booths that you want to check out. Um, we got Rapid Recon up here in the middle. Um, next, that's Lot Pop. Here's Pre-Owned Auto Logistics and McAllister's Transportation Group. Um, so those are some of the exhibitors that we're going to be checking out and talking to. There's a lot happening there. You can see there's a lot of booths, and those are just the exhibitors. There's speakers. There's presentations. Ty is going to be there, and he's sharing the good news on LinkedIn. We do this because on ATI, man, we're serious. We're bringing the back of the store to the front of the store, and we're grabbing people at the front and taking them around back. 
And we do this every Tuesday night. We had auto auction experience last Tuesday night. Amazing show. If you missed it, check it out. Uh, we were talking with Kelly at auctionvcommerce.com. It's auction support for dealers. And with the advent and growth of digital auctions, they need it more than ever. Tonight's show is dealers and services in the ecosystem for auctions, carriers, shippers, brokers, and loads. Now, and last week, we started talking about how Ford is giving dealers six weeks Six weeks to decide if they want to continue selling EVs. (laughs) I don't know what the hurry is, but it's a big deal. Um, Which is interesting because a battery show that was just happening shows how far EV supply chain has to go. Okay, so supply chain has a long way to go, but you got six weeks. What is wrong with this picture? Why? Uh, Well, it could be that Ford stock plummeting. A billion dollars, maybe, maybe that's it. Um, Ford Motor Company stock plummeted Tuesday after previously announcing supply chain inflation problems will cost the company, oh, a billion dollars in the third quarter. And shareholders ain't going to like it. Supply chain woes have resulted in Ford placing 40 to 45,000 high margin, high demand trucks and SUVs to be left in inventory at the end of the third quarter due to supply shortage of proper parts to complete and sell the vehicles to dealers. Ty, is that why we've been seeing at night mass movements of new trucks? I'm just guessing here. I'm just spitballing. Company expects the vehicles to be ready to sell to dealers in the fourth quarter. Um... Good times ahead with the vehicles not ready to sell to the market. Ford adjusted their third quarter earnings. Oh, wow. Much lower than Wall Street's uh, $3 billion estimate. Ford announced it's likely indicator that auto parts shortages and supply chain issues are still ongoing. Oh, you think? Huh. Okay. It took us a billion dollars to find out. Toyota cuts production plan, again, on ongoing chip shortage. This is across the automaker board. Toyota cuts its production plan by 100 grand in October as chip shortages continue, which if you listen to The Economist, they'll tell you this stuff. But you know, um, the EPA is still considering tougher emission rules for heavy trucks. Why not? The consideration comes after Congress passed new incentives to speed the adoption of zero emission vehicles. Got to just hurry, hurry, hurry. Um, the U.S. EPA will consider adopting more stringent greenhouse gas emissions rules for heavy trucks after Congress passed new incentives to speed the adoption of zero emission vehicles, even though supply chain has a long way to go, even though there's part shortages and chip shortages. In March, the EPA proposed new rules to cut smog forming and greenhouse gas emissions from heavy-duty vehicles. The agency said it will reopen the proposed GHG rules after passage in August of the climate and spending. This is the big one. The inflation, the inflation, I got it wrong much pressure the inflation reduction act it is all over the news this thing you'll see it everywhere the ira inflation reduction act um but you know what truck and engine manufacturers representing companies um they are raising their concerns and they're going to try to keep their higher emitting trucks longer this is going to be a fight The big change is here in the Inflation Reduction Act. Congress definitely sent a very strong message backed by significant resources. Oh, lots of money going on. 
And uh, GM, Environmental Defense Fund, team up on EPA push. The two entities issued a joint statement pushing for an accelerated timetable from the U.S. EPA, GM, and the nonprofit EPA. So they want the EPA to set standards requiring at least half of new vehicle sales involving uh, tailpipe emissions by 2030 and cutting greenhouse gas emissions by 60%. Just... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. 2030s around the corner on this stuff. GM has the ultimate goal of eliminating tailpipe emissions from new light-duty vehicles by 2035. But meanwhile, suppliers are hiking charges for all automakers, not just Ford. Auto part makers and contacted said they raised prices on parts by 7 to 20%. A 20% supplier hike is a big deal. Automotive industry suppliers are raising prices to their customers across the board, not just Ford, which again warned this week it was taking a billion dollar inflationary cost hit. Automakers across the board are being asked to shoulder more of the burden suppliers have faced from spiking energy, labor, and raw material costs. Suppliers raising 7 to 20%. How do you think they feel about that? Gee, I wonder if we can cut further into the transportation budget, said one guy somewhere probably record show no that's not going to work record shipping costs add to the automotive supply chain woes a stagnating vessel fleet alongside a steady recovering demand since the uh covid 19 spurred record rates for ships that ca each carry as many 6500 cars across the globe let's look further into this okay so earnings for freighters that move autos and industrial machines across the globe have surged to about 80,000 a day the highest since at least 2000 and for a shipper over a 60-day voyage that would imply about 740 bucks a car more that's about five-fold since the pandemic this is just ocean vessel shipping cost surge that's more than 20 percent and the surge has some companies worried about being able to secure ships to haul vehicles it's this problems everywhere but you know we got to get that epa thing going uh used car prices could indicate what's next for inflation uh wall street experts are saying the decline in used car prices could signify that inflation is easing and that's good news Used car sales often seen as a measuring stick for the rest of the economy, as many factors are tied to their performance, such as gas prices, consumer confidence, supply chain issues, interest rates, Inflation Reduction Act. And if that, here's some bad news. China's Commerce Ministry says U.S. EV tax credits might violate World Trade Organization rules. Uh, I want. I, I really wanted to say World Trade Order rules. Could hey, what is the same same difference? Newly passed Inflation Reduction Act has received praise from many automakers who operate within North America, but now China is the latest to criticize the new law. The country has threatened unspecified action if needed to protect its interests from the discriminatory law. Gotta love it. South Korea and the European Union have also voiced concerns of these EV tax credits. China will continue to assess and evaluate um, and maybe implement legal measures to protect its interests. South Korea has labeled the new law betrayal and the European Union also made statements recently addressing the law. So all is not well in the Inflation Reduction Act within the world, uh, New World Order. 
as it were. Okay. Carvana executives face criminal charges in Illinois. In mid-May, the Illinois Secretary of State filed several motor vehicle-related charges against Paul Bro. I'm just going to say it that way. Right, because I don't know this, but I don't, I don't know the pronunciation, but it looks like Bro, who is identified as Carvana's investor relations website as the company's general counsel. Wait a minute, the Secretary of State's going after the general counsel with charges? Is what just we talking just a couple? A Carvana company executive facing oh dozens of criminal charges tied to the company's alleged motor vehicle licensing and record violations in Illinois. Illinois court records show uh, May 13 filing charge Bro with 27 counts of failure to transfer vehicle titles by a dealership and 50 counts of improper use of titling or registration. It's not a big deal. It's just a couple. It's a clerical clerical error. Am I moving fast enough? Um, beware of the spreading Fedazon model. Amazon, the commercial, socially, and rapidly growing transportation monster, so-called, allegedly. Um, in April, with little fanfare, a California Amazon package delivery contractor filed suit against the company. Amazon claimed the complaint belonged in arbitration, not the courts. Zip it, bro. Last month, the federal court in Seattle agreed with Amazon. Now the case, if the contractor decides to continue, will not be argued in public court, but before an arbitrator and in private small room. <laughs> dimly lit uh it's unlikely we'll ever know the outcome the contractor involved is not an independent owner operator but a small company that hires and supervises local delivery drivers and uh by the way it is not the first i, I found actually i found i think oh yeah this lawsuit i found the lawsuit i found the complaint it's a 44 page complaint got a copy of it gonna go through it not tonight another time it's like fly low or fly low or anyways, this is going to get interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, charging EVs overnight might get a lot more expensive. What great news. God, jeez, Jay, you got so much good news tonight. Study found that peak net electricity demand could go up by uh, 25% by 2035. The same year California said it would bail, ban the sale of new gas-powered cars and trucks. Demand could rise as much as 50% if every vehicle on the road is a plug-in. Oh, my God, there will be there'll be electrical outages at night when everyone's trying to charge their car. It's just, it's a guess. I don't know. By then, the grid will be perfect. Zip it, Jay. Um, but Tritium enters the U.S. charger market with a new design. I found this really interesting. And I don't really get into all the mobility and all that stuff. But um, this is kind of the stuff I think that will will be, we're going to see more of this at dealerships and stuff. Uh, Australian EV charger supplier has rushed to open its first U.S. production plant in hopes of solving a persistent problem for EV owners, public chargers that are out of order. It is a bit, it's already a big problem, even for the few people, you know, looking for them. Consumers are displeased mainly by inconvenient charger locations or non-functioning chargers, and too many chargers are out of order because maintaining them and repairing them is a big undertaking. So Tritium's innovation, design and construct the universal fast chargers as a system of small modules. Each part of the charger can be pulled out by a mobile service technician who can determine which module is not operating and plug in a replacement. Pretty smart. And Adessa has launched a CR condition report feature for EV batteries. Everybody's clamoring to, we're going to have to know, you know, the consigners, the dealers, 
the auction. Everybody wants to know what is the deal? How's the condition of the battery? Well, a new condition report featured to showcase battery performance of electric vehicles has been launched by Adesa. Powered by Recurrent, an EV battery and range analytics company, the EV range score is available on a majority of used EVs that transact on the U.S. market, providing buyers and more transparency and confidence when purchasing EVs. We do know, though, that the amount of historical data of EVs still needs to grow before, you know, everything is copacetic but it's you know it's it's being addressed speaking of um this is pretty cool rapid recon has a new feature uh part of a window sticker for a consumer is going to be the reconditioning value add and work done rapid recon introduces authentic oem msrp window stickers for accurate used car description details by partnering with industry's best rapid recon brings dealers oem window sticker vehicle build sheet automation that integrates with most every vehicle manufacturer to auto load unedited original window stickers or oem build sheets for your car dealerships vehicles with all the reconditioning data, that's a that's a great that's a great move, and it's going to help buyers to know rather than guess. That's a big deal. And by the way, um, the U.S. economy and the dealership contribution. I mean, look at that. It's over sixteen thousand dealerships providing over two million jobs. Look at that. Over sixty employees per dealership. One point one eight trillion in total sales annually a payroll of 83 billion and uh over 100 billion sale, state sales tax paid dealerships add to the economy there is no doubt about it so be thinking about that next time uh you want to just go all oem agency model by the way steve greenfield has joined the run buggy team steve greenfield at automotive ventures that's interesting news we will see as the Auto transport software space continues to heat up. It's getting hot. It's getting really hot. Um, always be closing, but we don't have any cars. Well, be closing anyways. Um, you know, this is how you get your car shipping business news. It is on Tuesday nights live on ATI. You can send in your comments, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Please do. I love to read viewer mail. I love your comments and feedback. This, if you see this, you can get the podcast. Please do get the podcast on all major podcasting platforms. Look for ATI Auto Business. And, um, you know, Ty wants to talk to you. You can text him. You can call him. He's in the live chat. He's The guy's right there. We come to you live every week. It's Tuesday night. Um, no show tomorrow. But we're back on Thursday with Dispatching Live. We got a uh, melting block of ice on Friday on Cars on the Move. Yeah, thermo th thermonuclear Thursdays. I think uh, Thursday's show is either going to be bait and switch or, I don't know, something like that. Because the, the load boards are so much fun. Um, and Friday, we got the melting block of ice with Tim Scatalus of Max Digital. And Paul will be back with us on Friday. So um, this is the Car Shipment Business Channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much. So let's do this. Right after these messages, I'm going to add Ty, and we're going to get to Paul. We still have so much to do, so stick around. We'll be right back. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars... 
You've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available, waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, we integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned auto logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable, and easy. Pre-owned auto logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers, a fully insured modern fleet, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Please do visit preownedautologistics.com to learn more. Links are in the live chat. Um, all right, so here we go. We are with our friend. Uh, yes, we got Ty live. Please do jump in the live chat. And yeah, double check that audio, Ty, but I think we're good, buddy. Oh. Okay, so wait a minute. So I got this weird, hang on one second. I just had it again. I had some kind of strange, oh. Okay, wait a minute. Hang on one second. I think I know what it is. I think I was getting feedback. Okay. I think I got it fixed. Okay. Yeah, we had a crazy <laughs> crazy feedback thing. Dude, buddy, can you see me and hear me okay? Yeah, I can. How okay. are you? Oh, awesome. All right, cool. I'm good. I'm on the move. I'm moving and shaking. What did you think of the industry news? Um, well, I like it. I, I'll tell you what, you know, you, uh, we talk a lot about dealers, auctions, and transportation, right? So those are the three things we talk about. And the, so what I've been doing is I'm, I'm working on like a, actually like a uh, slide deck, I guess that's what you call it. But here's what ATI does. We talk about or cars on the move, ATI, however you want to put it. But we talk about auctions, dealers, and transportation. And so, for example, here's here's one. I, we can make this a Ask Larry game, seriously. Okay, and you got three categories. I'm going to name a company, and you put the company where you think it goes. Dealer, auction, transportation. Rapid Recon. Like, I've really been thinking about this. Rapid Recon, right? Where does Rapid Recon go? Do they go to like the dealer, do they go to the auction, or do they go to the transportation? Like so, it. watch this. This is where it gets even better. If you pick... A company like Rapid Recon, you say, well, what does Rapid Recon do? They help with the reconditioning process, managing the inventory, getting the cars from key to key. We learned that term because we got to go to Oaks Key in Kansas City and we got to hang out with a guy named Chris. And we got to learn and see literally what key to key means to these people. <clears throat> so you're at a dealership and you would say, well, I think Rapid Recon's dealer. Well, are they a technology company? Are they reconditioning? Or, well, let's go with dealer for fun. Okay, follow me. So you you watch these guys, and where I'm going with this, Jay, is that everything that we talk about on the show that really doesn't seem like it has anything to do with transportation actually touches transportation. There's nothing that we talk about that <laughs> can't somehow touch transportation. Well, Did you I, know that? I was saying I'm going to say this too: is that like. For a while, it was it was, I was conflicted. I'm like, gosh, are are we out of bounds? And now it's fully clear. Listen, if you think we're out of bounds, one day you're going to find out we were right the whole time. Now, I, I, that sounds pretty harsh, but it, 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 it's all automotive. If you buy or sell cars, you're in car shipping. 
Okay, so watch. I got another example. I did this on purpose. I didn't know you were going to do that. You're asking about industry news. I didn't hear about industry news, okay? I didn't know. What, I just knew you were going to do it. With schedule's different. So I'm sitting here. I'm following along. Look what I got on. Can you see this? Oh, that's funny, man. Run buggy. Yeah, I got a run buggy hat too. Totally. Run buggy. Run buggy. Okay, I wore it for a reason. I know. Wait, wait. I wore it for a reason. Yeah, there's a reason. I want to find out where does run buggy go? Does it go in the dealer category, the auction category, or the transportation category? I'm gonna and I'm gonna bust you on this right, one. Right, so what? Okay. Is, so repeat the question. Uh, does say it again? Does run buggy? Run buggy. Okay. By the way, okay. I heard you yapping about these trade shows. We go to these trade shows. This is where we meet people, right? This is where we get a hat. This is where we get to talk to you. We know the guy that Mark, and we know we've had meetings with him. We know these people. So run buggy. Everybody, tell me which category run buggy falls in. Does it fall in the dealer category? Does it fall in the auction category or the transportation category? Somehow in your mind, imagine three columns. There's dealer, auction, transportation. Okay. Where does That's run buggy fit? so funny because, okay, um, I had a couple conflicting thoughts. And one is that if you whatever vertical you thought you were in, you are you are right now merging into another vertical and you may not even know it. There you go. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. So traditionally, we would have thought based on our previous relationship with a company like Run Buggy, that Run Buggy would fall into the transportation bucket. Maybe we should call them buckets, dealer bucket, auction bucket, transportation and, bucket. And, and Jason Ice uses buckets. We better do a report with graphics like ASAP because somebody we're going to we're, we're going we're gonna to open the newspaper in three months and somebody will like be like, yeah, I, I heard you guys on ATI and I thought it was a great idea. So I released a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, but either way, what I'm saying is, is this is what this is what ATI is here for. Here's here's my whole point. A company like Rambling, if you know them, they would you would want to put them in the transportation bucket column. I don't think Run Buggy is in that anymore. I think Run Buggy has moved over to the dealer bucket. Why did I say that? What do you mean? Well, I, I don't know, but you bring in a guy like Steve uh, Greenfield and you get in a series, I think it was a series A, $17 million. I'm thinking maybe you're not just a technology for the carrier guy. Anymore. I think maybe you're doing something different, right? So it doesn't matter what I know or what I don't know. My point is, is the ATI, we don't talk about your truck. We don't talk about your trailer. Not as much as we should, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, straps, we don't talk about diesel fuel. We don't talk about maintenance programs. We don't, I mean, we're pretty bad about talking about actual transportation numbers and stuff. But, we can do that and we got well, experts yeah. to do it. Well, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is that we're here to, for, how do you pay for all that stuff? And that's what, well, and that's why I'll just say this for anybody that is like, man, yeah. Well, that's why ATI is a channel with several shows because on live carrier advice, we actually get into that stuff. That's our Wednesday show on Tuesday nights. Um, we're talking business on Fridays. We're yeah, talking business. business. And on Thursdays, we're just talking about everything that's hilarious on the load boards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I got a phone call and gave Sue a referral today. A lady, a nice lady called and wanted to become a dispatcher. So sent her to Sue. Sue's doing a great job. And that's the other thing that I really appreciate about this channel is that we really do surround ourselves with good people. Uh, at the, you know, I'm looking at Jim Lehman in the live chat. I'm looking at Paul Machine live chat. I sent Jason Rice oh my a text gosh. today. Tim Scatalus. I can just keep going. I know. Well, Jim Lehman emailed me right before the show, and he wanted a link 
because he's, he's, you know, he's, he's doing manual work. I'll tell you, I love to listen to, I'll listen to CBT, auto remarketing, automotive news while I'm doing stuff. You know, I'll listen to the mm-hmm. podcast. So thank you, man. If, yeah, if you're cleaning out your garage like Jim and you're listening to ATI, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm thinking about pre-owned auto logistics and Jeremy's going to be on tonight. I just, I mean, I, I really, it's like when we, I get calls a lot. Hey, I want to figure this out. And it's not always the guy who wants to transport. It's some, maybe a tech guy. I mean, like Paul Machine, like this guy gets calls, you know, and he's, he's a connector too. He puts, well, what are you looking for? I know these people. I know these people. So yeah, the trade shows are a great place to meet people. This channel is a great place to educate yourself. Also, shout out to Chris Chamberlain in the live check. I saw Chris on LinkedIn. Chris Chris, got into LinkedIn. You know, I love how Chris really, um, like he'll throw nuggets into the live chat on different shows. He tunes in on Fridays. He tunes in on Wednesdays. He's here on Tuesday night. And I love that. He's a very, he he reflects the kind of audience that we yeah. really, we encourage that just get into everything yeah do it yeah that's how you're gonna well, have a business you're in gonna five say years, that. right yeah we've got a we've got a we're just we're blessed that's what I'm saying I'm saying that we're blessed we have Amen. really solid people that are Amen. really hey, do the, care about still us. piling in Marco's in the live chat um, Marco Gerard's hey. in the live chat yeah Marco yeah, and that's another company, McAllister and Marco. I mean, so anyway, we're in and to be to have that relationship with guys like this, in my opinion, is really, really important because we do get calls about enclosed, we do get calls about logistics, we do get calls about reconditioning. And to be able to know a company and organization and the people within it, it's it's really important. And it really is for me is a good gauge as so- to are, are the work we do, right? Well, I'm a, I want to clarify and say, yeah, while it sounds like we're having this like high five champagne party, what we're trying to do is explain that with the depth of information there is to cover and how diverse our community has grown. We're so excited and we appreciate it because we know that, yeah. you know, there's about a million other things you could be doing right now, like trying oh, to clean out the thousand emails you got today. That's so you could be working on that. Um, I'll tell you what, let's just we got to get to Paul, so let's get Paul up in here. I think he's waiting in the wings. Um, yeah, Paul. So, all right, so Paul, and I'll tell you what, do me a favor, Ty. While I bring in Paul, he's going to give a presentation. We'll both kind of courtesy mute, and so Paul, get it ready because. Here comes Paul, and then if you are, um, if you're in the, uh, if you're after Paul's presentation, um, and you're an exhibitor, a digital dealer, and you're in the panel discussion, hang on about 15 more minutes or so, and then we're going to bring you in after we bring in Paul. Paul's getting his audio ready. Again, please do feel free to jump in the live chat. This is ATI Auto Business. If you miss all the other shows, just join, tune in Tuesday nights. Even if you can join us for 15 minutes, really at the 30 minute mark, here's a secret. If you miss everything up until like the 30 minute mark, then you join in for 30 minutes, starting at the 30 minute mark to the one hour, you'll get the feature segment. You'll hear industry news part two. Um, This is a shorter show than normal, but um, hey, Paul, can you see me and hear me okay? Oh, he's taking over the screen and everything. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, how's everyone? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Super excited. You know, awesome. the uh, been a very productive last couple of weeks with all the, the you know, 
without saying the news and whatnot. So it's uh, whenever there's uncertainty in the in the business, more precision data is becomes uh, higher in demand. But I got to say, you know, I'm humbled that uh, your your kind words, uh, Ty, your kind words. I mean, we we connected a little more than two and a half years ago. Um, I, wow, what a what a ride it's been for us. And to, to see how the audience has changed. Uh, and, the, and the friends we have made and the connections we have made, it's proof positive that I, what I love to say, all a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. That's but really, I mean, it's, it's, I can't even talk. Words, words can't even touch. Like, it's just, I'm, like, I'm talking to Paul Vibrook. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> So uh, Thank you, I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to keep this as um, brief as I can, but there's a lot of information that, you know, that I'd like to be able to share with the group. Uh, can you guys see my screen okay? And we see it and we're in like multiple slide mode. If you want to go to like single slide presentation mode, I think that's probably what you want. Um, maybe up there in display settings. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm just giving this feedback. One. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right, you, cool. You, oh, there it is. This? Perfect. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Super. So, uh, you know, we typically in the industry, we talk about six to eight weeks before whatever's happening in wholesale typically hits retail. So, Beginning of the year, you know, the, the wholesale market was just increasing like crazy and the retail prices started increasing right behind it. And so we are we're seeing, as you can see in the bottom right hand in the middle right here, see that, you know, beginning about week 30, we're in week 38 now, that decline in our wholesale inventory prices uh, that we've we've seen. So I, I went back and I took a look at each one of the weekly reports and and you know started on August 2nd and calculated all the way through the end of September. And what just came out today, another 0.9% drop week over week. If this pace keeps up by November the 8th, every dealer will have lost a total of 12.5 to 14 to in wholesale valuations. So, yeah, I mean, just that's anywhere from a thousand bucks. <laughs> Every ten thousand dollars of value that they own, all right. Wow. I, I, until I posted this, it really didn't resonate well. Uh, you know, people like Jason Rice, Tim Scatalis, myself, and a few others that I know of, we've been pushing. Don't hold on to your car. Sell them. Sell them. Sell them. Thirty day or less turn because of how volatile our market is. I mean, that just, that just goes without saying. And the, one of the big drivers that impacts the overall economy and pricing, especially in the used vehicle market, is the housing market. You know, that's the primary engine that affects just about everything else. Because if you really think, and I've got some data that I can share on that, that the, the housing market, we had a slight uptick today, but how, reported for August sales, but the overall experience in the in the in, in the mortgage industry and the housing industry is a drop. Uh, people are are being stressed that financially they are not able to afford to live today, right? Uh, so, and I, and I'll go through that and what I mean by that uh, shortly. So, our wholesale prices impacting retail prices yet. We're starting to see the decline. 
uh, as you see here. So we, we're roughly, we're retaining 136%. Uh, so we're still about 120% high compared to where we were in January, 2021. Uh, so it's kind of like saying, you know, you pay, gas was $2 a year ago. Now gas prices are four bucks, was a high of five, gas prices are dropping. Are they really dropping? No, uh, our retail prices are still elevated in relation to where they were oh, well over a year ago. Does that make sense, guys? So- Yes, sir. When you compare the price increases that the consumer has to pay, not just for used vehicles. I mean, how many new window stickers with the addendum that have you, have you seen posted on LinkedIn, $20,000 adjusted dealer markup, $75,000 ADM or $125,000 ADM. And people are paying it. They're, they're still ordering it. It, it blows, blows us away, but you have to, someone will end up paying that bill. You can only kick that can so far down the road. Uh, here is our used vehicle inventory listings. Uh, what's pretty cool about this is we started the year 160% fewer used vehicle listings in the nation. We're, we've picked up about 10%. So we've, we're 6% short where we started the year at, uh, right? We still got 6% to pick up. But the mix of who owns that inventory is what tells the story. So there's a greater percentage of independent dealers as well on the nation, on the national level, that own the majority of the pre-owned vehicles that are is listed today. You know, think about the independent market space, right? Higher mileage, edgier, tend to be rougher cars, um, and, and many are buy here, pay here type uh, of vehicles. So as a as a mix, what's a what's in the available retail mix right now? We're showing is not the best type of inventory that we're looking for because the higher quality, low mileage, recent zero to three, and then four to four to six year old, those are hard to get. Those are hard to hard to find right now. And we're and that's evidence as we see by the current retail mix of inventory. This is from our uh, retail market analytics. This is a national view, uh, but in, in essence, what I'm sharing with you here, that each one of the colors represents what, pers what particular uh, segment has the highest concentration being listed for purchase. Uh, so the green, the light green that you see on the top right here, that's the mid-size crossover SUV in green, averaging right at 19% of overall retail listing available. In the yellow is a full-size pickup truck. 16% of all vehicles listed is a full-size pickup truck. The our, our, the blue is the compact crossover SUV in blue, roughly 18%. So here's the story. Full-size pickup trucks are averaging over $45,000 right now. Now, if the, if the consumer is feeling the pinch of the increased interest rates, as we remember, for every one-point increase in interest, that impacts a payment by 13 bucks. In the beginning of the summer, good rate was 2%. Today, it's 7% or pre-owned car. And that's if you had prime credit. If you had near prime credit, which half the country does, you're looking at 10, 12% interest. So think about in terms of the every time the interest rate goes up, the Fed jacks their rate up, what does that mean to the overall payment? 
one or two things has to give away. One or two things. You either have to decrease the price to make the payment affordable, extend the term, which the terms are already maxed. We are right now 84, 85, 84 to 96-month 90, 90, uh, terms are being offered right now. And nearly 45% of all loans done based on experience auto data credit finance for 72 months, 60, 72 months. That's six years on a finance, on a two-year-old vehicle. Car's eight years old by the time you're done paying for it. So you, you get an idea, you start to get a picture of we're overweight right now. We're too heavy on the higher price side of inventory. Then the next category you have to take a look at is what is the volume share by age of model right now? You can see how light we are on 2020 on 2023s. We've got some 2023s that are out there in the market. You got some 2022s that you see right here, 30%, 2022. You see the uh, the green is 2023 and 2020 on the top. You can see how light it's starting to get. When you take a look at the overall volume share by age. Now I can get even more granular and break it down by uh, not only by year model, but by average price point, average mileage by price point. And when you really get into that, it start, it, the, the picture gets even more bleak because you start to see that in the last six months, that in order to have inventory, because we haven't had enough new car inventory, dealers have been buying older cars like slightly higher than average miles or even higher mileage just to have something to sell. And last but not least, that really tells the story about why the flip, the conversion of why independents have more inventory than franchise dealers today is our auction action. Last week, we were at 58% sell-through rate. This week, we're at 56% sell-through rate. Uh, the majority of the inventory that's flowing through the auctions right now, higher mileage, edgier, riskier vehicles, again, mostly independents. But here's the catch 22. A lot of those, a lot of the inventory too was acquired th three months ago at the peak of wholesale pricing. And these, a lot of these, a lot of these sellers are trying to hold the line to recoup as much money as they possibly can. Hopefully someone will pay the price now. And based on the sell through rate, no one's buying. We're at 56%. It's one of the lowest we've seen in a long time. As you can see here, we're going back to, this is 2020. You look at the left side of the screen at 2020. We had a 20%, 15 and 20% sell-through rate. We're at 56% now. Okay. We're on a precipice. All we need is a few things to change that can really change the story for us drastically. And that's it. I wanted to say thank you for letting me share this and let's, let's bring up and open up for conversation. <laughs> Um, I was just saying, I think I just caught, got caught on camera taking a selfie during the show. So, um, because I tell you what, honestly, is that, yeah. So, I mean, well, you said it when you started the presentation is that so that's two and a half years ago. Um, yes, it, a lot has changed in two and a half years. It sure has. That is so cool. It sure has. Man, that's so cool. And, and it, yeah, well, sure. we, we've been pivoting like crazy. Ty, go ahead. Paul, so there's a lot of information there. Can you tell us what you think? Maybe give us a three-month projection. Uh, so we are expecting to see at minimum a 15% drop in wholesale valuations uh, by November. Uh, and my recommendation is, is take the deal now. Sell out, 
because uh, you, you will be able to trade and, and buy more inventory uh, as people become desperate. Uh, actually, there was an article just posted on LinkedIn not even three hours ago talking about a survey that Bank of America did uh, across several, you know, a couple of, it was like 10,000 plus of their people uh, with their bank checks, you know, checking account statements and asking, what do you feel about the economy? And over 71% said that they don't feel good about it. They're having hard, a hard time making time to meet. The average median income in the country today is $72,000. And if you take a look at what's called DTI uh, in the mortgage side of the base, that's called debt to income. Their rule of thumb just for the house payment is on the high side, 28%. Ideally, they want to see you at 28% mortgage payment to your average monthly income. We're right now, the National Association of Realtors said we're at 38% just for the mortgage payment. Now you got to figure out the astronomical high car payments that people are, you know, $1,000 a month on average between car payment and insurance. And how much longer will can they handle the debt load when interest rates keep going up? So somehow, the remember that image I talked about that the, the dam's going to break soon. There's regulations keep coming out to try to prevent it from happening. But there's only so far you, you can keep the can uh, down the road. So when they when dealers are buying the inventory, I think they need to be appraising and buying cars with an eye on what that vehicle should be worth in November, December, and going into January time time frame. They will they will be safer. As Jason Rice always says, lean in clean. You win both ways. You win both ways, and he's right. Uh, Tim Tim, Tim Scalos with the Mount Block of Ice as another one, right? But all you're going to do is just lose the money, and now we're losing money at a, one of the fastest rates consistently week over week that we've, that we've seen since 2020. I mean, sorry, it's to, to, to 2008. Wow, that's crazy. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, so I was going to say, so let's do this. As we're talking, I'm going to go ahead and bring in, um, let's bring in, I don't have my drum roll, but we're going to bring in Jeremy at Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. Jeremy, in, Jeremy will be an exhibitor at Digital Dealer. And so I hear the doorbell, and he's coming in right now. Jeremy, can you see us and hear us okay? I may have jumped the gun. Um, and by the way, thank you, Becky Chernick, in the live chat. Paul, thank you for inviting Becky to join us tonight on ATI. That is really cool. She, I felt like she could add some value to you know all things automotive that we that we're getting into. That's right. Um, that's right. I was going to say, so her, um, Becky, just, I'm going to share the link in the live chat, ccilearningcenter.com. Mm -hmm. Paul, in a nutshell, can you say what, uh, what, tell us what Becky does? So if you guys remember, one of my strategies is finding uh, those lenders and credit unions that are very creative with, with uh, alternative financing resources. And she has found her niche where she's helping dealers understand the value behind the inserting themselves in between the refinancing opportunity. Um, typically, we're going to, as I said, we're heading into a market where people have overpaid, overfinanced inventory, and they need to bring down what they're paying by refinancing it, maybe cutting some product or whatnot. She's figured out a way to help dealers inject themselves in that process so they don't lose out of that opportunity. And they can stay in the customer lifecycle. 
Well, perfect. Thank you for that, Paul. And like I said, I put Becky's link in the live chat, cclearningcenter.com. That's the way we roll at ATI Auto Business. Jeremy, pre-owned auto logistics. Can you see us and hear us okay? I can. Can, can you see and, and hear me? Okay. <laughs> How you doing, Jamer? Jeremy's good to see you. Hey, Paul, what's cracking? That, that was awesome, by the way. That was, you packed so much into just a few minutes. Well done. You're, you're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm still spinning. I'm like, what is, wow. Jeremy, how have you been, buddy? What's happening, Ty? I haven't seen you since the pal party. Well, I know, but I stay in touch with Kevin. Uh, we were talking, we've got a couple of things that we were working on. Uh, he was supposed to get with you about a couple of the guys that are part of the IARA. Chris and Jack, I think was their name. Jim, Jim Jackson, I think. So anyway, we'll talk about that later. But uh, also, I stay in touch with Kevin. Um, he was telling me about a tow truck company you guys ran into some trouble with. So you got to watch out for the tow truck companies that you stash cars at. And just in case you didn't know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're fortunate. We have lots of great partnerships uh, all around the country. Every once in a while, something, something uh, doesn't go perfectly. Um, that's why 20 years experience is helpful. We, we've kind of seen, <laughs> seen a few things in our time. So uh, yeah, not, nothing, uh, nothing we can't handle. We'll, certainly won't bad mouth anybody. I'm sure we'll be able to work everything out. No, no, that's good. He's uh, I just, Really enjoy staying in touch with Kevin. I'd like to call you. I know you and Dana, everybody's busy, but I think about you guys a lot. So I'm glad I got to see you tonight. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to see you too, Ty. And uh, Jay, I, I think we had the pleasure of speaking at the end of last week. So it's not been too long, but it's been a bit since we've seen each other. So it's nice, I, to, it's, nice to see you, buddy. It is. It's nice to see you. And we are, I mean, Ty and I got to catch up today. We didn't go live Friday because we just had, we, instead of doing a 30-minute live show, we did a 90-minute private meeting. <laughs> Um, everybody is busy at the speed of light. I'm assuming everybody's email inboxes are stuffed to the gills. And so just for you to take the time to join us tonight, I mean, we really appreciate that. It means a lot to us. And I oh, shared yeah. a link to the party with pal. If you didn't see ATI party with pal, click that and save it and watch it after the show. But right now, uh, so Jeremy, you're going to be a digital dealer, uh, yeah. next month, right? What's going on at digital dealer next month? Yeah. So, so it, this will actually be my third time at digital dealer. My second time in Vegas, I was at Tampa, uh, back in May. Um, it's a, it's a really cool show. Uh, there, there are folks like Paul that are, are probably far more, uh, versed in, in the history of this show than I am, but, but, uh, and, and, and anyone please, uh, tell me if I'm, I'm accurate on this, but, you know, I think the show's morphed over time. Um, I think that, it's kind of finding a, a new niche right now. I'd, I'd be curious, Paul, what your thoughts are and how that, that yes. conference has changed over time. I'm sort of just privy to the latest. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things that I really love about this show is connecting to a lot of digital third-party companies in the auto industry. Uh, there are so many folks, innovative folks, doing really cutting-edge stuff with technology in the digital age. Um, and intersections are all over the place. So for me, just kind of walking around the floor, talking to folks, learning about some, some tech I've never heard of. Um, and then sometimes getting into these crazy conversations are like, hey, you do that, we do this. You know, so it, it's just a, it's it's kind of an eye-opening show. Um, you know, I'm excited to be back at the Mirage in Vegas. So uh, mostly there to learn, to be honest. I, there's just, just a lot of cool people out there. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a great experience. It has migrated. It's, tra it's transitioned from 
just a, a hardcore, you know, vendor, dealer, sales relationship kind of thing. Now it's, it's really uh, into the knowledge and education sharing and insights and, and really, you know, trying to help everyone stay ahead of what's, what's already, you know, we saw six months ago, six months in the future, and it's already here. You know, that's what I see happening with it. I think yeah. I, I'm just going to say this for anybody that knows uh, the fixed ops roundtable themes, mighty Morphin fixed ops roundtable. And <laughs> I say this, right. I, I know that's strange, but that's the way we roll on ATI. Um, I think that you're really onto something and that ties into what Ty was saying. And really what Paul was saying about two and a half years ago is that if you're not constantly pivoting, I don't know if you're, reading the news. Yeah, I, I think uh, wise folks say an organization must move and grow to survive. So you got to keep keep with it, keep learning, grow every day, you know, read, listen, <laughs> watch ATI a lot. Oh, we, that's we so doing, nice. Doing something right. All right. Jay, so Jay, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure right. if I can mention this. I, I don't mean yeah. to cut you off. Um, okay, good. Is, is there actually, do you have a bit of a mighty morphin backstory or is, is that... <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I didn't mean to call you out. Is that okay to say? I worked on uh, Power Rangers Galaxy in, I don't know, 98? Oh, <laughs> Back wow. in the Hollywood days, when, when you were hobnobbing on the on the West Coast, you, you were right in the action with that. Am I, I'm right about that, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you are, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are the those are the good old days. Um, second unit stuntman was my specialty. Uh, I would awesome. drag out the stunt mats and uh, and glue stuff together that they smashed up, and we're <laughs> and we're going again. So yeah, exactly. That was it. That man, that was crazy well, times. I apologize uh, for yeah. derailing the show, no, <laughs> but funny. but to, I, I can I think I can bring us back in. I actually had a question for for Paul if I could throw that out there uh, when you were going through everything that you brought in. Um, so one of the things as an auto transportation company and, and on the station, I'm sure we're all looking out for is how these trends in influence different buying cycles, different buyers, different methods for buying. How are how's transportation going to be impacted? And I guess I'd, you know, rolling it back to your area of expertise, how how do you see any of these buying trends changing? And and in particular with in ways that uh, might intersect with what carriers are are looking at. I think you'll see. Um, more, I call it the uh, baton type of transportation with central hubs set out through the country. I'm, uh, I think uh, I introduced you to the guys at uh, parkmyfleet.com. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they're, they've got uh, 15 already set up nationwide. Uh, they're, those kind of hubs will reduce the need and the time and the expense it takes to pay for one large shift to go from one end to the other where it gets dropped off and the baton gets passed and someone picks it up and you'll see, and as Jay remembers and Ty does, that show two and a half years ago, I dropped that bomb and said, you're going to start seeing more and more two and three car carriers doing those final deliveries. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah. That kind of Walmart or, or Amazon. Right. Uh, impact. Yeah, I counted, right. Uh, last, last week I counted nine different Carvana vehicles driving through uh, my my area, nine different ones, trucks with a with one Carvana car on it. See, Jeremy, I think that's a really good question because this spills over. Everything we're talking about always spills over into transportation. And so, me with my experience, which I'm not saying I'm right and I'm not saying I'm wrong, but 
I'm always watching the dealer. Is he selling cars? What's his lot look like? And then I'm listening to guys like Paul and I'm trying, okay, well, if the price of the used car is declining, everybody better hurry up and get rid of it in 30 days. If it's still sitting there, it's on fire. I'm going to look at the dealer and I'm going to think, I don't think this guy's going to be buying a lot of cars. So I'm a dealer auction, dealer to auction, auction to dealer. That's my lane. So when I see and hear things like this, I'm, I'm starting to pump my brakes and figure out what, what do we need to cut? What do I need to reduce? Because as a transport company, I mean, and Jeremy, you talk way more about this, but there, there is the value of, of being lean and clean, just like Jason and Paul say, right, Paul? Yeah, that's right. And, and it doesn't all feel dis- destructive either. I think what, what Paul suggests allows for a lot of creation, a lot of creativity, a lot of things to kind of grow. So, oh, yes. so while... You know, yeah, you, I mean, Jeremy, you, we'll still have those, you know, full spiders, but they just won't be traveling as far, and the cost disbursement will be shared amongst the smaller, fewer mileage uh, carriers that that go from. So, you know, to Jay's point, finding that lane, own that own that lane that has the spider. But if you're not going to own that lane, then you need to own the drop-off point. So here's what we're going to do. Awesome, man. I'm loving this. We're going to do, let's go ahead and uh, add Anthony Greenhalch of Rapid Recon um, as we continue to grow our digital dealer energy panel. Anthony, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you and hear you. Awesome. Mic check, one, two, three. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to see everybody. Good to see you, Anthony. Thanks for coming. You keeping Johnny Canales in check, Anthony? Oh, I think he's keeping me in check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I threw in enough dead air. I try to do that. You know, what I do is I talk and talk and talk, and then I try to muzzle. But obviously, I have more to say. Um, and when what I'm, I'm – we're doing a couple things tonight. One is that Paul, Paul – when Paul drops videos – that's when we want to bring him back. And um, because, Paul, what's it like to, you gave your presentation and it was a video, right? You recorded it and then you shared the video, but then you present it live. What's that difference like being in that driver's seat? Uh, well, it helps when I do the video first. It's like, you know, practicing my lines. It, it, it helps when I go live much smoother. Yeah. I could see that. And so then transitioning into Anthony, you're live with us here. We know, I mean, you do a lot. Rapid Recon, I did a search. Rapid Recon has a lot of content. Tell us more about what's going on with Rapid Recon content, digital dealer. Oh, man, there's all kinds of stuff going on right now. I mean, obviously, uh, being in the reconditioning world, um, you know, we always have strong points in this market. I mean, when the market is doing amazing and, and dealers are struggling to get things done, um, they love rapid recon. When when the market slows and dealers are trying to get better and do more with less, they love rapid recon. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, coming out of the dealership, I, I, you know, I ran a collision center for uh, a, multi, a multi-point franchise dealer. We had 12 franchises. Nobody ever came into my office and said, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I came to work for Rapid Recon, and everybody's always excited to be here. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into content in a minute. But, I, you know, I got to tell you, like, 
I mean, I've, I've been at this job now for six years and every time I come to work, I'm kind of like, mm, something's going to happen. Like, this is too good. Something's not right. But uh, yeah, we're, so we're headed to Digital Dealer, uh, not next week, but the week after. And uh, we're, we're actually uh, um, sharing a booth space. Well, they won't actually let us say we're sharing it, but uh, we're uh, uh, combining a, a booth space with uh, Auto iPacket, which is, uh, you know, it's a customer facing tool that uh, helps educate consumers uh, as they're buying the car. They they can see the history on the car. They can see what reconditioning was done to the car. They can see the rapid recon report. Um, so, you know, their product complements ours very, very nicely and vice versa. Uh, so we're excited to go to digital dealer. Uh, Ty, I'm assuming you're going to be there. You're kind of that, that voice. Every time I turn around at a convention, you're there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it moves around like lightning. Yeah, I'm literally looking forward to seeing this. Uh, all you guys at the Rapid Recon. And really, the more we get to know you guys, and that I, I probably will never stop talking about it, but that Oaks Kia demo in Kansas City with Chris, that was uh, when that you when you say sick. yeah, when you say like you go to work for the last six years and you really keep pinching yourself. That exp- I'm still high off the Oaks Kia Rapid Recon and Chris. I mean, I'm not kidding. That just it was. I love what you guys do, and I got to see it, and that that's what really is cool. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be at the conference, and we're definitely going to hang out. Good, you know, and I, you know, I was a Rapid Recon customer before I came to work for this company, and and I know that this probably we shouldn't turn this into a Rapid Recon commercial, but it's hard for me not to talk about it because it's exciting. <laughs> Um, and it, it literally changed my life. And I know this is a, um, this is a transport, this is a transport show, right? We, you know, we've got a lot of people on that, that are talking transport, um, uh, but you know, they, they definitely transport cars. Um, I be in a collision center for, uh, for 12 franchises. Trust me. I know a lot about transport, um, and, and, and damage that comes in. That's we not saw the a transporter companies. live and you're during the show. Yeah. Did that. <laughs> you know what? It is a transport show because if you're an automotive, you transport cars. True transport cars. That's right. So, Anthony, when I was there, uh, when I was at the conference with for for Rapid Recon, that was one of the main focuses that I tried to help your team understand is the the connection, the the critical connection between transportation and reconditioning to get that vehicle frontline ready. And to help a dealer understand what repop, what rapid recon can do to help offset the overall transportation expenses as well. You know, we've a, got it's a, it's a great partnership if you can partner with you know Jeremy and Pal or or Ty or or Jay or any of the other hall, uh, car haulers that are on here. If if rapid recon can create that partnership and say, hey, I know that you've got your costs are fixed and they're they're pretty much where they are. If you can bring me into your dealer that that knows you and gets advice from you, I can help. I, we can both help the dealer with their turn time and we can help you with your bottom line. Yeah. And hopefully we make the transport's life a little bit easier. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, working on the dealership side, that transport pulls up and, and the poor kid that's got to help and check all that stuff in, we don't pay him enough. And so he's, he's out there like, Oh, here comes another truck. <laughs> and I know what, what your, your drivers are dealing with when they roll into a dealership and they've got some Henri 16 year old kid checking in cars. Um, I have a lot of empathy for, for what the, the, the people in your audience go through. I, I've seen it um, way, way, way back in the day. I was probably one of those people. 
or, or at least I was standing around in the parking lot watching those people. So, you know, I've, I have some empathy for you too. And hopefully with rapid recon and, and tightening up the communication in, in the dealership, we can help make the, the transporter's life just a little bit easier. Well, I want to jump in and say, this is what's so great about like bringing you rapid recon into the fold at ATI is that we're learning more about reconditioning and we're able to share that whether it's a transportation bottleneck, a bottleneck of cars at parts and service and PDR, that these bottlenecks are bad wherever they are. This is why departments argue with each other. This is why dealers argue with carriers. This is what starts arguments is right. lack of transparency to see where the bottlenecks are and why, you know, well, actually we want to know how can we help? How can we help reduce bottlenecks everywhere? Ooh, did anybody well, write One of the things down? I really love, yeah, one, one of the things I love just to, if I could jump in real quick, one of the things I love about this show is talking to folks outside of, you know, the traditional auto transport industry, finding those overlaps and then kind of having that moment where like, oh, yeah, I, I you know, I I get why that's a, probably a, a, a tough gig. And I think that communication, that understanding folks kind of, you know, thinking about what the other the other one's doing, like Jay said, but the other side of that, too, think about what the transport is going through. I mean, that that's going to make everyone's life better, in my opinion. Right. We're all going to have more empathy, understanding and maybe try to get get that driver out of the lot with it with a smile as opposed to, you know, kicking to the side and, and telling them to get out of the way. But there'll be a lot of technological pain trying to achieve all this transparency. And we're trying to help alleviate that, too. I mean, there's going to be, you know, there's a lot of education and products. I mean, look at you got carriers with a dozen apps already. They're like, whoa. And man, the party just started. Dude. Well, on the, you know, on the dealership side, some of our top performing dealers, when you know, when they're checking in cars, they'll put two or three guys on it when they're unloading off transport. Um, our QR sticker goes right in the windshield. They scan the car, they log it. They do uh, they do a six point photo check of that car and that gets logged into our system. And then it goes into recon, um, you know, transport. I remember I, I worked in automotive long enough to remember the days when you, you could call a transport driver or a transport company up. 48 hours after the car was delivered and say, I have damage and, and they would do something. I mean, today, if it's not noted on the bill of lading, you're done. Um, so, you know, to have all those eyes on the car, uh, right there, really, it, you know, it takes the liability off of the, the transport company and the driver, um, and gets that back on the dealer. And, you know, a, a tool like ours helps the dealer manage that information so much more efficient. And, uh, and hopefully it, it gets them off of the lot quicker. If the, if the dealer's paying attention and, using our tool the way that, that it was designed to be used. Um, the communication is going to be tight at the store, but it's it's also going to be quicker for the transport driver. Yes, I mean, it certainly will be. Here's what I want to do. Marco is here, and um, we've got Marco Major at McAllister's Transportation Group now joining. Please say hello in the live chat. We may even have, we might be lucky enough to have a special guest. Uh, one more addition, but Marco, can you see us and hear us? I can. Good evening. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. Hello. Thanks for inviting me to the party tonight. Really appreciate it. <laughs> well, hey, we're, Marco. We're glad to have you. Okay, so Hi. Marco, tell us more about McAllister's. You've been here twice, but uh, you're back. You're a digital dealer as an exhibitor. Tell us more, Marco. 
You know what? I am so excited to uh, be a digital dealer this year. It's really uh, the culmination point of almost a year's worth of work here at McAllister's as we're using digital dealer as the official kickoff, introducing our Auto Vista portal specifically for our dealership partners. So uh, a lot of news has been flying uh, within McAllister's over the last 60 days or so. Uh, there was an acquisition of horseless carriage that added to our already uh pretty good size and closed fleet. And now that we have our technology piece about to launch, we're just very, very excited about uh, getting out there and uh, showing this off to some of the folks. Uh, That'd be good. So you're, he's, yeah, Marco's going to be a digital dealer. You're going to have your new technology. You're, you're rolling it all out, right? We are, That's we right. are, we, yeah. uh, you know, we spent Ty, about a year's worth of, instead of, just building out some technology thinking, hey, dealers would really like this, is we've actually been meeting with dealership partners over the last nine months or so and learning what they want, not only from us as a technology provider, but also as an auto transport provider as well. So we like to build the product based upon people that are using it and what they want, as opposed to just trying to predict, hey, that'll be cool. Let's throw in there. They'll probably use that. So it's been a lot know. of a lot of work, but we're excited about it. I want to know what Marco what Marco's product is. Can you tell us now or is it a secret and we have to find out in two weeks? I can. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little bit of a teaser. Absolutely. I just want to know. Good one, I mean, Come on. Good Absolutely. job, Anthony. So our our technology allows our dealership partners the ability to do a lot of the custom uh, tasks that you would expect out of an auto transport company, which is to be able to book orders online, uh, whether it's single units, 10 units, 10, you know, 10 truckloads, be able to track that, get automatic updates, see GPS locations of where the trucks are in transit. But the important part, and this is where the dealers really came in, is there's an entire analytics and reporting package that's designed to help them slice and dice up data and really figure out from a dealership level to a regional level to an entire group level, what's going on with that car every step of the way, whether it's not only our transport, but whether it's also pictures that need to uh, happen for new inventory that's coming in, uh, working with reconditioning companies so that they can see every step of that journey of that vehicle, so to speak, and be able to have analytics behind it. So they know, hey, groups in this area are averaging two to three days to get tasks done. Groups in this area are taking a little bit longer, which all impacts the bottom line. Why is that happening? What can we do to change that? It really uh, leans into our approach of being in a, a consultive entity as opposed to just a transporter who brings cars from point A to point B. So we're very excited about unveiling that and demoing that. So uh, anyone interested in learning more, please stop by our booth. We'd love to have conversations. Well, I'll stop by your booth. I mean, I'm always interested in stuff that helps dealers get better. Um, anything that we can do to help our dealers get better, even if it's outside the scope of our product, um, it certainly helps us. You know, we're more than uh, like you, I'm sure we're, we're more than just software. We're, you know, a fair amount of consulting too. And um, there's a lot of overlap and stuff that, that we don't handle. We, you know, we recognize that we do reconditioning really well. Um, like you do transport um, technology and, and, and tracking very well. And so it would be nice to have a tool like yours in our arsenal. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. And I, I heard others talking about this too. The other great part about these shows is it's a chance to meet other people, right? That are in this space and learn what they bring to the table, forge relationships and partnerships. And it's all about just having a better customer experience. So that's the exciting part for us is also being able to go out there and shake hands with folks and 
you know, lean on their experience and what they do and try and figure out how can we work together to offer a better product for everyone involved in the transportation world. Great. That's exciting. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. So, all right, every, all right. So booth number, Marco, what's your booth number? Uh, one zero zero six, one thousand six is our booth number. Yep. Oh, this would have been good, Larry trivia. Dang it, uh, <laughs> Anthony. What's your booth number? Does it start with a six? Ah, uh, Jay. Six, um, is it six two two? I'm having a te- technical difficulty. Te- I, I know I don't. What, I'm going to share the screen. I know I got this, I dude. Got I got it. this. You know what? Oh man, not to, that's not embarrassing. Do you know how you know? No. This? Hey, if you no. don't know your booth number, go to digitaldealer.com, and then on this drop down, you got exhibitor. Let's see, you can go to floor plan, or you can go to exhibitor directory. Um, and then on the exhibitor directory, you just look up the name. Let's look up rapid recon. And I want to say 6220. Oh, it's 826. Eight, there it is. Okay, 826. Um, too see. far from Marco. We can make it. Hollister's is 1006. Yeah, you think we can fit it in the same day? It is Las Vegas. I mean, it's a lot of walking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and pre owned auto logistics, you're in 522. 522. 522. 522. Yeah. Um, wow. I think I okay. There's Lot Pop. Lot Pop is 625. I knew there was a six in there. Um, there we go. So we love then, Jason. So then what you, now we're trying yeah. to get Jason to join in. I know he's really busy. Um, so he's got so much going on. But you can also, yeah, I went to the you go to exhibitor drop down, go to Las Vegas floor plan, and this is where you can see. Uh let's see here. 1006 is here. There's McAllister's Auto Transport and Logistics. 826 Rapid Recon is up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lot Pop's right over here. You can throw rocks from Rapid Recon wow. to Lot Pop, but we don't suggest it. No, not at the <laughs> conference. <laughs> throw, you know, we what, actually throw books back and throw? forth. You, books. you know, you go. J- Jason's books. got that. He's got that new WTF book. I, yeah. I don't know if he's on, man, but it's a great read. That that oh, but the no, title no. is genius. I mean, everybody yeah. in the everybody in the store, uh, <laughs> you know. I, I got to show you this while, while we're well, like this. This is a, this is a stamp that's in my in my desk drawer, um, and it's it's not for Jason's book. It was for something else, but um, but it just you know just happens to have that same title. I and I have to high five him next time I see him on that title. It's amazing, and, and for. You know your people that that uh, your audience that hasn't read it, it it is a really good read especially um you know anybody that's in the automotive industry it's absolutely wonderful so uh, you just yeah. you just remind me the context here okay we're only talking to a few folks in the exhibitor hall can you imagine how much education there is just on the exhibitor hall mm-hmm. i mean wow Mm-hmm. All those other booths, plus you got the present presentations, speakers, three day agenda. Um, yeah, I'm pretty jealous. Ty, you're going to be there. I'm going to be, I'm going to be back in Studio One. What are you looking sorry, forward Jay. to, Ty? What's going to happen there? Uh, what always happens? I always walk away with at least minimum twenty new friends, and um, I always forget email. Now I'm I'm getting better. Okay, I'm I'm getting better. Business cards, emails, phone number. Ty comes <laughs> back so with a million that. stories and one business card. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm running around with a microphone, and yeah, you talk to all these people and have so much fun. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying harder. I really am. So, uh, no, I, I mean, this again. This is, this is what really gets me excited. Is you got guys like Paul, you got guys like Anthony, you got uh, Jeremy. And who else is on here? Marco. Oh, Marco. I'm sorry. Yeah. And to get to go and like Anthony, I've got to meet Marco. I get to shake. Now, Marco probably knows I'm a hugger, right? And it's not a handshake. It's here's a hug. But uh, no, just these relationships and being able to see, because like, here's what's really bizarre. Like, I think this is no joke. I was thinking about Marco in Rapid Recon today, not necessarily Anthony, but I was thinking these, these two technologies, maybe Rapid Recon never wants to have anything to do with transportation, but maybe Marco here in Rapid Recon, they leverage each other's network and relationships and they get to talk to each and other if they Jeremy. like it, if it works. And Jeremy, Jeremy. Too. yeah, that's <laughs> pre-owned. And uh, anyway, just these whole, just seeing it evolve over time, just like when we, Paul Machine was on here. And I remember him talking about people picking up and dropping off cars in driveways thinking, where'd this guy come from? Here we are today. And Paul Machine is the prophet, you know? So yeah. anyway, that's what I'm excited about. Brother prophet. I like that. Um, do you yeah. know, uh, by the way, Jason Lopop, he, I think he, I think he thinks he's might get a chance here in a few minutes to join us. Does everybody have like another 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. We're good. We're good on time. Yeah. I tried to get through that industry news quicker than normal. Um, gonna... That's two weeks in a row I've done that. Anthony. Oh, I thought Anthony. Uh, by the way, Anthony, I want to say I was listening to – this is what I like about um, having so much media out there is that I was listening to Dennis. Dennis – tell me the owner's name. Dennis McGinn? Dennis. Dennis McGinn. Yeah. McGinn. Okay. Founder. Is that right? Right. Founder. And he was talking about when he started Rapid Recon, uh, it had to do with seeing the chaos of reconditioning at the dealership. And I thought, you know, it, it really is. Once you, once you walk into a room of chaos, it's an aha moment, isn't it? Yep. It really is. And, you know, being a rapid recon user before, like before I came to work here, I mentioned that earlier, um, products, products like rapid recon or, or like uh, rapid recon in general, it doesn't make a technician turn the wrench any faster. It doesn't make carpet dry any quicker. What it does is it, it removes the obstacles that really get in people's way. Most of it's downtime. Um, you got to remember in the automotive industry, technicians only stop working for two reasons, either to, to get parts or to get information. Um, well, I guess let's call it three to get cars, uh, which is where this, this whole audience starts. Um, but to get parts or get information and, um, you know, eliminating that chaos with a, with a product like rapid recon, um, just takes away all that, that non-value added time. And it doesn't make people faster. It makes them more efficient. And, you know, that's important to every technician. I think it's important to all of us. Right. Yeah. yeah. But there is no chaos like the chaos of a load board. I don't know how much you know about this. I don't. See, that's the reason I started this channel. Um, now, I'm not trying to liken myself to Dennis McGinn, but I understand what he's saying when he walked into the dealership and saw chaos in reconditioning. When I 10 years ago, when I got introduced to the load board, I was like, how do you make sense out of all this stuff? 
Mm-hmm. It's constantly changing. People say and do whatever. Do you know that 10 years later, nothing's changed? I believe Except it. There's a couple more apps. Right. That's right. And, uh, be, you know, being on the, on the service end of this, those transport trucks would pull in and it would be like, finally, we have inventory. But the used car managers were they wanted it frontline ready so fast that, uh, you know, a lot of times um, I mean, maybe your audience can, should hear this. But if transport was behind and those cars showed up, the dealer's clock is ticking from the time that they buy the car, not from the time that it arrives there. That's right. So if, if those cars know, are five or know, 10 days old, nobody's there to tell the transport guy. And even if you tell the transport guy, Todd, what is he? My ETA do? is my ETA. <laughs> I found it on Facebook three months ago. In bold letters, the guy wrote, my ETA is my ETA. Right, but that's that's what I like about this channel. This this is real conversation. And you know, Anthony's right. It's the clock starts ticking as soon as the car is purchased, even before the checks sent. The clock's ticking, at least in the dealer's head. And this conflict that Anthony's talking about between the the sales and the service—that's real. I mean, I, I got to see it. They, are they and so when you're late as a transport guy and you're not communicating, even if it's—and I mean, it took me a, probably a about six phone calls of the dealer just ripping me a new one. And here's what they would always say every time. Tell anybody in here, tell me I'm wrong. Ty, if you're going to be late, just, I need to know. Yep. You can be late. I just, I need to know. Just Mm -hmm. tell me when the cars are going to be. I never really understood that until I got chewed out a bunch of times and I pull in late into the service and I'm dropping the cars off running as fast as I can and they're just eating these cars. I mean just and I'm like, wow, they're not kidding. You know, because yeah. they're getting the pressure from somebody else and somebody else is pressuring them and it all comes back to there's money involved here. Lots of money. And people I don't think that the average transport guy really understands the amount of money that's that's pushing this thing. And I think the sooner that's what I like about ATI, the sooner the transportation community really understands what's driving this, it'll, it'll, it's either going to make you embrace it, love this industry even more, or you're going to run. Mm-hmm. Right, right now, I'm extreme. when the, when the <laughs> car hauler shows up at the dealership, it's kind of like right after COVID hit and they were bringing pallets of toilet paper into Home Depot <laughs> and people were just like, give me the whole pallet. That's how it is with them. Oh, Marco, please go ahead. No, I was going to say, to Anthony's point, is that that's what we were hearing a lot from our dealer partners, is that everyone that's part of this process is so siloed in what they're doing is that they don't understand what the impact is cumulatively, right? Because dealers want to have speed from purchase of inventory from auction, having it frontline ready, getting it up, getting pictures up, you know, having it, you know, all ready to go. And what we're trying to do and through partnerships, and it's partnerships through folks like Jeremy, right? Because at McAllister's, we're not just asset base, we're a brokerage as well. So we're looking for other partners to bring in this. Anthony, you bring a product to this table as well, is that we're trying to be able to provide them a snapshot of everything that's going on so that they can see the whole picture and we can work with partners as well so that they understand where are we soft at, right? Where are there breakdowns in the system? Where do we have to focus our attention on? Because they're siloed as well. You get these large dealer group and each dealer group is doing their own independent thing and they're losing out on the power that they can have working as a dealership group. So that's really what I think 
you know, our takeaway was and what we're trying to to help get accomplished here. But it's going to depend on our partnerships with other folks who have disciplines. That's not necessarily something we do at McAllister's, but we work together. And I think that's what our our purpose is. And that's what we're hoping to achieve going to digital dealer. I think you said the key being siloed, right? That there's there's so many moving parts, cogs in the wheel that are essential to help a dealer operate and that they're not communicating with each other. When I was with uh, uh, Rapid Recon just a, a month ago, and one of the things I talked about then was the average cost per day, you know, because as, as you, uh, you're right. Once a dealer buys that car, the lane, they start paying for it right then and there. And last month, it was $46 per day on average. Today, it's a little more than 51. You know, and when the next rate, rate hike increase, it's going to be closer to 55. So when you start calculating, you know, seven, you know, seven to nine days for transport just to get the car there. And then now my parts and service people are telling me four to five business days for overall reconditioning times that at $51 today, $55 in, in November. That's that adds up. And that's before the dealer has that car frontline ready. And, and, and you know, it's not included number. In, yeah. Well, what's not included in that is, is the lost wages from the technician. Absolutely. So, why the techs are so twisted when, when, when transport shows up late is every hour they come to work, they have so many hours that they can sell. If they don't have anything to work on, they lose that. It's gone. And they, you can never replace it. Mm -hmm. Imagine standing around at your job and making no money. And so what happens is, is all that backlog comes in and all of a sudden you have 20 vehicles that you can work on, but the dealer's panicking because those aren't on the front line. So they take all those cars that you were going to work on as a dedicated technician. And you had said at the end of the month, I'm going to work on all these cars and it's going to pay me this much money. And that's going to pay my mortgage. When that transport shows up late and the store is twisted, they'll take all that inventory and they'll grab all of their techs, they're all their line techs, and they'll disperse all those vehicles through all their techs and they'll get the cars done fast. And that mm -hmm. dedicated technician that's dedicated all of his time to fixing that car just made 25% of what he needed to in order to pay his bills. That will, that will make people panic. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you, when you show up at the store and you're a little bit late and you're going, why is that guy so twisted, man? Chill out. It's a really big deal. His livelihood is on the line and it's, it's really, it, it's, Whoa. it's right on all, all 18 of one now of your wheels, all, all 18 of your wheels. There's the technology add on. You need to gamify how you're affecting the livelihood of other workers. And that will, Whoa. Yeah. Data everything. Yeah. And I think a lot of this, yeah, this technology is kind of doing that to Ty's point where the, you know, the dealer is saying, Hey, Ty, just let us know if you're going to be late. I mean, I, at the point where the customer is telling you you're late, you, you blew it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you already, that, that's too late. <laughs> it's way too late. So, so I think one of the things that, that these technologies do and, and, and Mark, I'm sure te your technology is pretty similar in, in some respects to what we're doing. And, and then, so the integration piece is that we're able to communicate sort of on-demand basis to these clients. If, if they want some information, hey, what's the ETA? When's the vehicle going to be there? They have access and portals to, to, to kind of see that stuff. Their systems are integrating with the, the transporter systems. So if they they flip a status change in, in their system, it's going to generate a request over here. All the all these communications kind of go back. The, the drivers have their, their handheld apps where they're putting in their condition reports and ETAs, and that information is flowing. So I think, and, and, and then with the API integrations, we're able to connect all these different systems into one ecosystem, hopefully, where all these clients can can kind of see their piece of it. All these vendors, everyone that's a part of this chain can see it. 
Um, and so your, your client really should never say, Hey, you know, when's this car going to get here? They, they just, it's, it's all that information, that technology it's, it's communication. All right, gentlemen, he's got about one minute to, to join us. Um, we're going to jump. We're going to add Jason Rice. This will be the fastest segment ever on ATI. Jason, can you see us and hear us? <laughs> if he still has time, we'll see. Um, and then we're going to wrap up this show, I think, shortly. But um, I we'll see. We'll see if he. <laughs> We might have ran out his clock because I was trying to find the right the right point to bring him in. Everybody say hello in the live chat. We're going to be here a few more minutes. Jason's getting his camera ready, his audio ready. Dennis C. Chavez. Paul is here. We got John. Jason, can you see us and hear us? Yeah, I'm finally on. Can All right, you hear me? Cool. I'm hey, so Jason. sorry. No, I'm sorry, man. All right. No, it's like, cool. you know, I'm uh, trying to. The parenting in the car business, you know, I gotta have flexibility. <laughs> I do the wife's. I do my, my wife does the day stuff. I try to help out at night, and the kids need to go to bed and all that stuff. I gotta go pick up my daughter from a soccer game, so I wanted to jump on for a few minutes. Thanks. Awesome. All right. Well, do us a favor. So you're speaking at digital dealers, all right? Yeah, I've got a session uh, last day. As a matter of fact, in one of the last sessions there, uh, and we'll have a booth. All right. And so what's the booth about? What's the speech about? Well, you know, the mostly you know, integrating, you know, lead management with our inventory management with lead management. You know, uh, one of the things that we're really focusing on is dealers are obviously probably getting less leads, less sometimes a little bit less traffic. There's less shoppers right now. So able to help dealers kind of recycle the leads, what we call switch leads, those active leads on cars that sold, see if we can switch them to something else, but really to be able to pinpoint issues on your lot. Um, let's say if you're heavy and large pickup trucks to your current sale rate, um, to be able to isolate the leads on those first and call and email those leads before you just start dropping pricing. Or if you're 31 to 45 age bucket, you're not selling enough compared to what's sitting there. Well, again, let's isolate those leads, call and email those leads. And what we call uh, an acronym for POP, uh, for Lot POP, an acronym for uh, POP would be uh, processes on purpose. Instead of just sitting there doing a 10-day call, four-day email, 10-day email, 30-day call, that's just kind of, uh, uh, you know, factory work almost, punching the clock. But now if we can actually attack the leads with a purpose based on the situations of our lot, you know, that's the stuff I'm going to cover and show how we're able to help dealers do that. Anybody have a question or pitch for Jason? I don't, but I, I know do. Jason. I know. Uh, I watched one of your videos the other day, and I, I thought I heard you say if you're a dealer and you want to come to the university, you can come. There's no charge for the university. Did I hear that? Yeah, it's um, LotPopU or LotPopUniversity.com, either one, LotPopU.com. It's a day and a half. We Clients or no clients, we basically go over, you know, I, I wrote the book, on work the facts, all the metrics and stuff that, um, you know, dealers should be tracking with their used corporations. So, uh, between the book, it's basically a day and a half of just entrenching into that data and, and why and how and, and even pulling up some examples of how to price or appraise cars and things like that. So, yeah, it's a good day and a half and we make it available. Um, you know, it's one of those things I could charge for it and maybe I should because the attendance might, you know, we got 15 people the last couple of uh, 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 universities. But, you know, I, I, I just this industry has been great to me. So I just like to get back. And again, there's nothing proprietary there. It's just metrics, you you know, you should be paying attention to and right. just kind of pointing those out. 
But your approach, Jason, is is very much um, guided by real world insight that the dealers, and, and because you don't work for the dealer, you can actually tell the dealer what they need to hear, not what they would like to hear, right? Yeah. You're earning the right every single day. You and your team is earning the right to be in that dealer to help them improve their business model. And then you've, you've got the metrics to back it up when you can showcase that. That's what's missing from our uh, a lot of our partners in the, in, the, in the world today is they don't do that. They don't work hard to earn the right every single day, much less share those free insights that can help that dealer become more profitable in the long run. And that's what I love about what you're doing. Thank you. And I appreciate that. And that's, again, we, you know, a lot of dealers don't hire us to tell them how pretty they look and what, you know, what they're doing good at. They obviously you want to pat them on the back on the things that are, they're focusing on doing good at, but you know, a lot of times they just know, Hey, what can we be working on? You know, it's like, what, where's our holes? What, where's our issues? And again, when we back it up with their data and again, it's data they could be pulling themselves manually and, and looking at it. It's just, you know, time consuming and stuff. So that's what we try to do is save that time and energy and just kind of, Keep nudging them in the right direction. So, and I, I want to say, I think there's a common thread here with everybody here. It's not that we don't have a lot of services and information to offer, but you also have to be onboarded on what you're looking at and how to understand and navigate all the data, the oceans of data that you have right in front of you. Tough love. You need some tough love right now and then. Take yeah, your medicine. Yeah especially now when things start slowing down and getting tough and it is getting tight for dealers. So, um, you know, it's a good time for them to buckle down and, and, and reflect because a lot of times they've been, you know, there's a lot of dealers might be looking in the mirror wondering how they gained this 50 pounds. Cause I think they got pretty fat through these, you know, these nice seasons and had good grosses and good inventory movement. Now all of a sudden, you know, they're out of shape, I think. And it's kind of going to be a reality check. I think over the next 60, 90 days. Oh, big time. You know, and you know what the bad news is? In the last two years, transportation companies weren't getting excessively fat. Yeah. Right? So now it's 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 lean for dealers. It's super lean for transport. But, you know, those headlines are coming. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're seeing it already. And you're seeing it in wholesale numbers. I'm sure Paul's going to, you know, went over a lot of that stuff. And, um, you know, the, 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 the metrics are moving in the wrong direction. It's just, you know, one of the things I've noticed, and Paul, you might have hit on this, but I, gotta, I do got to get going is, you know, we're seeing wholesale kind of staying flat, uh, even though retail has really slowed down. There's more inventory available. There's less shoppers. I just think on the dealers retail end, uh, they just haven't had the, the, uh, the, I wouldn't say the guts and the necessity to totally get aggressive with their pricing to get things moving. I think this month was kind of a gut check that things slowed down. And so I think going into October, dealers are going to really start getting aggressive on pricing to get that inventory moving. Once they do that, 30 to 60 days later, wholesale is going to start dropping with it. But I think that's the only reason why wholesale has been able to stay pretty steady. You guys haven't really dropped the retail prices to get desperate yet. And then it's a trickle down from there. But we'll see. Jason, we know you got to go. So thank you so much for joining us in this final segment. We're really thanks, Jason. Yeah. Hey, no problem. I wish usually I go. I take off. Last time I did this, I took off to the office and, and did it from there. But yeah, like I said, no. I just yeah, don't know how much. Who gets this segment, Jason? Yeah, we're Rice happy to see and, Jason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Thank yeah. you, man. Thanks, thanks Jason. We'll thanks, see guys. you at uh, Vegas. Thanks, Jason. Doing, see you, bud. See you, bud. All right. So as Jason goes, we're in our final thoughts. Um, 
We don't have to hit final thoughts, but a lot has been presented and discussed. Anybody want to start? I will. I'm just, I just want to um, make sure that everybody, that everybody that's listening, talk, talk to your customers. That, that's, you know, working in the dealership, uh, we understand that things happen. We cause a lot of the things that happen to our customers all the time too. And, and if we talk to them, they understand. I think everybody understands that things happen. Um, do not, do not be worried about uh, picking up the phone and telling some somebody that something went wrong. Um, right. It's much better than them finding out later. No, that's right. I mean, you just echoed what Ty says all the time when he's at the back lot talking to dealers and talking to the drivers at the dealer. If you're if you are talking to your customers and really listening to their pain, you'd be amazed what can happen. And one thing I want to add: we're talking about how technology has improved. Uh, to the point where it's more readily acceptable. I, I also challenge, I also uh, posit that the John Q public has also graduated to accept more and more usage of technology. You In times past, there was a disconnect. Technology was ready to be released many, many, many years ago, but the public wasn't ready to use it. Pandemic forced it. So now we got technology and the public ready to accept it. Mm, good point. I think building on that point, uh, you know, a space like Digital Dealer is where where we can go talk to very smart folks like Paul and and kind of connect some of those dots. And and you know, now that technology is is there and our, our customers are are ready to to rock and roll this, let's put it all together. Yeah, you know, I think it's an exciting time for the industry, despite some of the negative news we we heard uh, over the course of the show. Uh, no fault of, of yours, Jay. That's kind of just what's going on out there. I, I think there's still a lot of opportunities. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, I'll agree and just, you know, echo the same sentiments is that, uh, you know, technology is great, but even with technology, <laughs> there is a question of how do you use it? What's its purpose for? How does it benefit everyone? And I think digital dealer would be a great opportunity for folks to understand what is out there, what could benefit them, and for folks in the technology space to understand what others are doing so that they can improve their product and their service as well. That That's really, you know, what I'm all excited about for digital dealer. Right. Hey, that's a great uh, that's a great recap, and that's why we continue to talk about automotive trade shows. We we what's interesting is on the one hand we feel like we can't say enough, and on the other hand it's like for folks that can't go to the show we feel like we're you know we're like bringing up a soft spot. So if you can't go to the show and there's something we can do to help. You know, go to digitaldealer.com, look at the exhibitor list and say, Jay, I'd love to learn more about this company or that company. We'll let Ty know and, and then we'll sit, we'll put, we'll, you know, we'll put Ty to work and say, listen, man, John wants you to talk to this company. Do it. Right. That's cool. So we're here to, and we're here to do it. That's yeah. what I'm going to be there for. That's right. That's, <laughs> and that's why. So Ty will be there live. Um, man, I'm so thankful to all of you for taking the time. We went longer than I had planned, but there was really so much to cover. Uh, Paul, great presentation. What a great way to kick off this discussion. And so I just, I really want to thank everybody for taking the time. Thank you, sir. Thank sure. you. Everyone. Thanks. See you, Thanks. everyone. All right. Stay in touch. Thanks, Marco. We'll see you soon. Bye, Anthony. Bye, we'll Jeremy. See you guys at the show. All right. And this later, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. This meeting is over. All right. This meeting is adjourned. Okay. Take care. Thank you. See you later. Okay. Oh, and that is the map.
Yeah, that's the digital dealer uh, map. So, um, yeah, again, we know we talk trade shows all the time, but we mean it. If there is a company or service at a trade show that we're going to go to, we try to go to as many as we can, and you can't go, and you want to connect, and you've got a question, uh, we can be your conduit. We're ATI. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the wrong camera. We're ATI, and we're your live conduit to the trade show. I'm Jay, your host. I'm here in the studio, and I'm trying to produce the channel that hopefully can help take you to the next level. Because I said it earlier, and it's been ringing in my mind the whole time. If you're not pivoting, I think eventually you're going to find somehow you've been left behind. We don't want that. That's why we created this channel so that you continue to pivot and grow your business. Um, and we know that, you know, thermonuclear Thursdays where we look at the load boards, it's like staring into the past when we with all this other stuff we talk about, there's a lot of people still staring into the past. And I understand that too, because day, day after day after day, you got busy, but then one day you wake up and go, man, what happened? Well, um, ATI is here for you. We want to help you stay current and let us know how we can help you. Thank you guys so much for jumping in the live chat. Chris Chamberlain, thank you so much for the super chat earlier. Again, Mark Grodeke, thank you for the super chat. Um, yeah, John Robertson is here and C Chavez and Rebecca, Rebecca Chernick. Thanks for all the uh, comments and really do appreciate it. Um, again, I want to thank Murphy Auto Transport Services, Location Services, Superflow Systems, Rapid Recon, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics, McAllister's Transportation Group, and Jason Rice for taking the time to join us tonight. Another great show. Paul Machine, thank you so much for that presentation. I appreciate everybody, whether you're live or on demand, in the live chat, or still doing a wait and see. Even if you're lurking in the hallways three years down the road, you're welcome at ATI Auto Business, connecting dealers, auctions, carriers, transportation, OEMs, technology, etc. Thank you so much for joining us for another Tuesday Night's Live. Please do check out the other shows. I put some links of some past cars on the move. If you're looking to figure out where we're going, check out Cars on the Move on Fridays at noon with Try Live in the Transport Parking Lot. Again, thanks everybody so much for tuning in, saying hello. You can always email me, send in the news, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. Here comes the car hauler. Have a good night, and we'll see you soon. Peace out, everybody. Thank you.